When I started to look into doing a podcast, I knew I had a lot to share and say, and I wanted to do it in an audio format. I was a little intimidated, not going to lie, about how I was going to go about recording and editing and distributing and all those things because technology is not my strong suit. Naturally, I can learn things. And so uh, when I started to take webinars and ask questions on Facebook and other platforms, I decided that Anchor was the best way to go. It's been a bit of a one-stop shop for me. I can record all of my episodes. I can edit them. It's been really nice because it's free. And when I started to do a podcast, it was, okay, how am I going to rebuild my practice? I had to close my practice down because of COVID, federal mandate. So how was I going to rebuild things? How was I going to give myself something to do because this defines me what i do it defines me so i really needed an outlet and the budget was like nothing so having this free option has been great um i am recording on my laptop but i can also record on my phone if i decide that's a way to go or maybe i don't have my laptop on me and so that's pretty exciting to know i can do it from there too um, they also take and distribute to various apps for people to listen on, which again, that is taking one stressor away from me so I can focus on my content. And if it's something you'd like to do, if you have something you'd like to say, I can't recommend it enough um, for somebody who's a newbie and starting out. And I, I feel like even if I wasn't, you know, new at this, if I was, it's been something I've been doing for a while, I would still like this platform because of the ease of everything. So if it is something you'd like to look into, you can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm, that's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. Welcome to the Infinite Dance. I'm your host, Carrie Arata, and welcome back. This is part two of the episode about the chakras. So we're going to go ahead and just delve right into it. Again, if you're just tuning into this episode right now, we are talking about the chakras. We're delving into the energetics of them, how they affect us physically. And in part one, we went over chakras one, two, and three. So in this part of the episode, we're going to go over chakras four, five, six, and seven. So chakra four, heart chakra, and the heart chakra embodies love, of course, and our sense of joy and inner peace. It relates to the element air. And I find with clients that it can be one of the hardest ones to peel back the layers from we get so guarded with our hearts and not wanting to get hurt and 
really putting walls up. Sometimes they even look like a moat around a castle with a, you know, metal drawbridge and it's closed. And that's kind of how the soul's interpreting um, the guarding of the heart or the traumas it's been through and how it processes them and um, sees them. So of course, when a heart feels balanced, then we have a great sense of empathy for ourselves and for those around us. And we can show ourselves and our friends and our family and our loved ones compassion and mercy in all the goings on and interactions. You have a deep sense of loving yourself when your heart's balanced. Again, through all the things, through all the instances and experiences, you can still love yourself and come to a sense of forgiveness. And I really believe compassion holds a lot of forgiveness within it. And of course, when we are loving towards ourselves, we have a lot easier of a time being loving towards others. When our heart feels out of balance, we have a sense of feeling lonely and unloved. Like there's nobody that can love me or has love for me. It's almost like it's this extreme that we don't, we can't see the little gestures. And, you know, I've, I've often seen in my own personal work and with clients that the way somebody does love me, like somebody that's in your family, say, or, um, that you're, you're going to be around more that the way they love is accept accepting that way of loving. Of course, if it's not, you know, if it's unkind, of course, back away from that. But if it's not your ideal stepping into, well, where is their limitations with how they love and accepting their love as it comes? I think that's really important to step back into. And it doesn't mean things aren't going to hurt or that you can't say, hmm, I really don't like that behavior. Again, that would come back to setting good boundaries in chakra number two and chakra number one um, and having a sense of that so that you could know what parts of that you're going to interact with and still come from a loving heart however you're deciding to to be with somebody's sense of love and how they show it. So if the heart gets unbalanced, we can be over con- overly concerned with others and their goings on. And it's almost like, why do you even care? Um, and it's not to, to want them, not 
not to say you don't want them to feel good, be good, be well. It's, you know, what are they doing? Being a little nosy. So that's the overly concerned with others and maybe jealous. A bit judgmental can fall into an unbalanced heart. So just judging, you know, kind of stepping back and going, is it kind? Is it loving? Is it necessary? Kind of thought with them or, or things that you would say. So also, when a heart feels unbalanced, you can be more antisocial because, again, there's that judgment coming in and you don't want to be around other people. Maybe you're judging yourself. Oh, I'm, I'm too hurt or I'm too sad or I'm too frustrated. So I'm just going to not be around people. Again, you're in that judgmental space. You're judging self. And a lot of times if the heart's unbalanced and not in alignment, we tend to stay in relationships that aren't good for us longer, right? So, you know, a relationship might start off really good and then you start to stay a little bit longer when you probably could have walked away from that situation earlier. But again, we start to judge. I'm supposed to be making this work. I'm supposed to, if you're married, stay married. Divorce is bad, right? We start to fall into that judgmental area of limitations. And if a contract, you know, we're going to start to get more into more Akashic uh, elements. You know, if we have a contract with somebody uh, and it's done, we've kind of done everything around that to play out that contract and that the experiences we'll have with that other person, then there's no need to continue if it's not, if it's not being positive, if it's falling into more of a, you know, you're upset a lot or there's arguments and things like that. So that's how it can fall into unbalanced. So physically, of course, any ailments of the heart are going to be a physical anything to do with the lungs and breathing and or asthma. You know, if you get shortness of breath, there could be a bit of a unbalance in the heart area, our breasts, our arms, circulation, which relates to, again, heart and blood and the way it flows, and the thymus gland are all physical areas that can be affected by heart chakra and it being imbalanced or out of balance. And the mantra that I have put to heart chakra is I am able to give and receive love to bring harmony into my life. Again, that mantra for heart chakra is I am able to give and receive love to bring harmony into my life. All right. So let's move on to chakra number five or throat chakra. So throat chakra is around your neck area, 
what kind of where your mouth is also like the, I always see the lower jaw being healed in clearings and all front and back of the neck and all over the throat and the element that relates to throat chakra is the ether or sound and it relates to speaking your truth and how you express your feelings and you communicate and you know this ties the chakra five can tie a lot into well they all relate to each other a lot but chakra number two so if you're having a hard time living authentically and you're falling into feelings of shame or having a hard time setting boundaries it will be hard to speak your truth because you're not facing it or incorporating it and integrating it into your being so when we're balanced in our throat chakra, we can communicate our needs to others easily and clearly in a way that it's, it's really honoring the relationship that you're in, whether it's work or personal. When throat chakra is in balance, there's imbalance. Um, you have a good sense of rhythm and timing. And you can really sense somebody's body language. Right? That's another way of communication. And maybe being in touch with your own body language. How am I holding my heart? How am I uh, stepping on my feet to, to hold up your being? And then seeing that in another person. Of course, a, a really balanced throat chakra is being a good listener, too. So, so important. When we communicate to hear somebody, as opposed to react to them, it creates such a different dynamic within the interaction and that can be so so different of a experience on both sides when we somebody's saying something even if it's hard to hear or you have something you'd like to add when you listen to that person thoroughly and completely and let them have their space to express themselves then they're letting you know where they're coming from you're receiving that and then you can respond in good time <laughs> so having that good timing um you know when we talk over other people or try to interject in an untimely way then somebody could start to raise their voice yell they're trying to be heard and when you're in that dynamic of not being heard not feeling like you're being heard then you're not only trying to express something that you're trying to convey in a dynamic or maybe it was something that made you feel bad or maybe you feel bad 
at the moment and there's not listening going on with the other party, then you're reacting to the person not listening and the things you're going through. So then it's kind of like you got a double that you're trying to filter through, which can be really make it a little tougher and more traumatic. So trying to have less trauma, um, especially in our interactions with each other. So of course, when we're not feeling balanced in throat chakra, there can be a bit of a suppression of, of how we express our feelings. Sometimes when we, when you do have somebody who is an excessive talker, kind of talks nonstop and, you know, just run on sentence after run on sentence. That's a bit of an imbalance. It's almost like they're using that to suppress feelings, right? You either suppress it by going one way, not speaking as much or overly speaking. Somebody who's a bit shy can have an unbalanced throat chakra and somebody who's maybe afraid of offending others with their truth. Again, when it's balanced, you can communicate your truth easily and clearly. And sometimes too, a person with a louder or like a booming voice can also be a sign of a bit of an imbalance in throat chakra. So throat chakra, of course, physically combines that or includes anything to do with your mouth, throat, teeth, gums, sinuses, TMJ and jaw pain can fall into throat chakra imbalance, ears, your voice, neck, or even um, with your esophagus. So if you have like, you know, acid reflux too, again, that's combining a couple different chakras, right? Um, but if things are starting to come back up that you're not digesting well, the solar plexus standing in your, in your power, and then be able to express yourself in your truth, then things start to kind of come up because they're trying to get dealt with, with in whatever way they can. So the mantra for chakra number five, throat chakra, is I am able to express my true feelings. Again, I am able to express my true feelings. So let's move on to chakra number six, or the third eye chakra is also called that. And that one sits on your forehead between, between your eyebrows, um, but up a little bit. And this one relates to our intuition, our ability to think. our ability to make decisions, our imagination, and our sense of wisdom. And when this third eye, so in the element is, that's real or connected to this is light. 
So again, we're starting to get into things that aren't as, okay, we see light, but we're starting to get into things that aren't as tangible as we move up in the chakras from the base of the spine up through the head. And when it's balanced, you have a good sense of your own intuition. So somebody who does work like a psychic, like myself, or an intuitive or a medium, they're going to be really balanced in this chakra because we're accessing it all the time to communicate with the higher realm and our psychic abilities. When it's balanced, it's also easier to um, execute plans you've made. It's a, a little easier to sleep. So if you're having problems with sleeping, we always look into chakra number six to see if there's an imbalance there. And you, you're able to recall your dreams. Again, in dream space, and when we dream, you know, a lot of times we're astral traveling, we're doing healing work if you're a healer or interacting with um, past boyfriends or girlfriends or husband or wife or friend, um, working things out in that um, spiritual uh, realm and other dimensions if they hadn't been completely worked out in our earth life. And a lot of times you can even have the same dreams. If you have a deep connection with somebody, it doesn't matter what the relationship is. You can have some very similar dreams. If you're trying to work that out and you're both at a spiritual level going, yeah, I'd like to work that out. And it doesn't necessarily mean you have to see each other in real life or not in dream space. So keep that in mind. That can be something that you do um, in dream time and that's okay. And I, I do believe when we remember our dreams, it's stuff we're supposed to then bring into though and acknowledge in our waking life. So maybe go, okay, why did I dream? What am I, you know, figuring out with this person? Um, for instance, I had a multiple dreams of my very first boyfriend and you know years and years and years after um you know decades we were together and you know there was this sense of of closure most definitely and forgiveness and i felt like i had already done my stuff astrally with with this person um and saying i'm sorry and i forgive you and all those things but Maybe it was time for them to do that. And, you know, at one point I thought he had passed because I, I, but it was a part of him that had passed, right? So he came into another line of thinking with the interactions that we had. So something had changed for him. So it was a thought form that had passed, not his physical being. And I didn't contact this person at all. In real life, this was all through astrals and the probably very similar dreams we were both having. So that was interesting. So you might experience the same. 
And of course, when it's imbalanced, uh, we can really calm the mind down. So getting into a bit of a meditative state, although meditation does not have to include a calm mind. And that's going to, that's going to come up here soon. We'll talk about meditation in um, a very soon episode after this. An unbalanced third eye can involve somebody who's narrow-minded, um, a hard time seeing into the future, maybe gets a little paranoid and hallucinates on things or gets overly obsessed with their visions and psychic visions. And, you know, I keep seeing somebody kind of going all the way to one side. It's just so extreme and there's not that, okay, I'm having these experiences and then grounding it. There was no, there, there's no grounding. So when it's unbalanced, there's just no grounding with what I'm seeing, what I'm intuiting. And I think that's really important to know the difference and be able to incorporate all of that. Um, somebody whose third eye is feeling, if your third eye is feeling unbalanced, you can be really spacey and or having nightmares. So nightmares can be another sign of having a, a imbalance in your third or your third eye. And physically you could feel headaches, migraines, seizures fall into an imbalance in um, the sixth chakra, neurological disorders, um, personality disorders, scalp and hair issues, mental illness and vision problems can all stem from things going on in the third eye that need to be looked into. And a great mantra I like to use for the third eye chakra is I am connected to know and hear my higher self clearly and with ease. I am connected to know and hear my higher self clearly and with ease. So again, that's third eye chakra. The last one we'll talk about is chakra number seven, the crown chakra. So right on the top of the head, it's also called the Lotus of a thousand petals, I believe is another name. It was just has such a beautiful vision of crown chakra. Um, it embodies our connection to the higher realm and self and source, our cognitive behaviors, and relates to thoughts. When it's in balance, we have an ability to recognize and receive spiritual guidance and the ability to transcend the laws physical laws, meaning we can consciously astral travel or know what's going on when we do that. We we're thoughtful to ourselves and others, and we understand that we're all connected. So that sense of oneness, when it's not in balance, it's hard to trust in the flow of the universe there's almost a disassociation from our bodies. There's a bit of confusion. Um, 
overly concerned with humanity again, like again, going to that extreme. Um, so you have a hard time feeling comfortable on earth. So if you're overly concerned with humanity and, and you're not connecting into how we're all doing things very similarly, um, it can be very uncomfortable to be on the earth plane and knowing where your space is here. So this one clears pretty quick. Anything spiritually clears very, very fast. Energetically, right away. Energetically, it, it clears faster and physically takes a little bit longer. So physically, um, things related to crown chakra are anything to do with mental um, migraines again, amnesia, dementia, um, delusion, um, autoimmune disorders can hang out up here. And the mantra I like to put to crown chakra is I am indefinitely, I'm, excuse me, I am infinitely connected to the realm of the highest good to understand my path and purpose. Again, I am infinitely connected to the realm of the highest good to understand my path and purpose. So those are the, all the embodied chakras. I have a special bonus episode for you. Um, if you go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash infinite dance, um, I have it there. I will go into a, a tutorial on how to scan your chakras and clear them and then transmute any unwanted energy belief patterns or programs into something upgraded and positive. So that's going to be a bit of a tutorial for you on how to clear a chakra. So if you're feeling like there's a blockage in one of those chakras that we've gone, uh, gone over, um, go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash infinite dance. And you could choose either to buy this bonus episode or um, sign up as a membership. And the membership also gets all of my bonus episodes that come and weekly guided meditations that happen every Wednesday at 9.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. If you do decide you want a personal, uh, private Akashic reading and chakra clearing, you can book an appointment at ancientbodyworks.co. And I do have a Facebook group called The Infinite Dance. You're welcome to go ahead and um, send an invite. I'd love to have you. And again, and always, I invite you to ask yourselves and others, may I have this dance? All right, I'll see you or I'll talk to you next week.